0: There's a panic trick that's central to all phobias. You experience discomfort and treat it like danger. Anxiety expert and clinical psychologist, Dr. David Carbonell has helped thousands of people overcome fears of all kinds. Today, he's sharing a simple counterintuitive approach to reducing fear, anxiety, and panic. Hi, welcome to Your Great Journey. Each week, we offer you brief tips, techniques, and insights to help you move in positive directions and master big change. For more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com.
1: Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher, Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks, available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's w e t W A R E M E D I A.com.
0: Today we're sharing an excerpt from the audiobook The Fear of Flying Workbook. This audiobook teaches how to work constructively with your brain. It leads listeners step by step with proven techniques that finally make it possible to overcome their fear of flying. In this episode, Dr. Carbonell talks about what he calls the panic trick. The panic trick occurs when you experience discomfort and treat it like danger. He offers a key question to ask yourself when feelings of fear arise that can help you to not be fooled by the panic trick.
1: There's a panic trick that's central to all phobias. You experience discomfort and treat it like danger. When I say discomfort, I mean all the different ways in which you feel afraid. The scary thoughts, the physical sensations, the powerful emotions, and the fearful behaviors of avoidance and escape. Fearful flyers I've worked with have sometimes pointed out that discomfort seems like a mild word for the fear they experience. I agree, but I wanted a word that begins with a D, and this was the best I could do. This comparison is the fork in the road and I wanted to make it easier to remember. Is it danger or discomfort? If you remember this question when you become afraid and get a good handle on it right away, it'll make it easier for you to respond to fears in a helpful way. When I say danger, I mean the dangers that you typically fear. For group three, it's crashing. For Group 4, it's misbehaving so badly and acting so out of control that the crew and passengers have no choice but to overpower you, freaking out and losing your mind, or having a stroke or heart attack, literally dying of fright. Let's break this down. The panic trick occurs when you experience discomfort and treat it like danger. What's good for danger? Evolution, over millions of years, has given us three ways of handling danger. Fight, flight, and the less well-known, freeze. If it looks weaker than me, I'll fight it. If it looks stronger and slower than me, I'll run away from it. And if it looks stronger and faster than me, I'll freeze like a possum and hope it doesn't see so well. That's all we have for danger. Fight, flight, or freeze. This response starts with a signal from your amygdala that activates the sympathetic nervous system triggering your adrenal glands to pump adrenaline into your bloodstream. The adrenaline creates changes throughout your body that will give you an advantage in fighting off, or running away from, a predator. It increases your heart rate and blood pressure, redistributes blood away from your skin and digestive tract, and toward your muscles, heart, and other vital organs, speeds up your breathing, opens your pupils wider to enhance vision, and releases blood sugar, a source of energy, into your bloodstream. You might also experience two side effects to the rapid energizing of your body. First, these physical changes create heat, and your body temperature starts to rise. So you naturally do what we all do to cool ourselves, you sweat. And this sweating has an additional advantage. If you're struggling with a predator, it's good to be slippery. Second, blood will flow away from your digestive tract toward your muscles and vital organs. This will bring a sudden stop to your digestion if you've eaten recently. No point wasting energy digesting your food when a predator is trying to make a meal out of you. The halt in digestion may create some stomach discomfort. Your amygdala is just trying to keep you safe. But what you have here is a failure to communicate. This can occur when the amygdala of, uh, say, a dog phobic notices a dog, or an elevator phobic notices an elevator, or a flying phobic notices an airplane, or even just thinks of one. You and your amygdala are built for survival, not accuracy, and so are very likely to get tricked into responding to the initial discomfort of the phobic cue, the dog, the elevator, or airplane, and treat it like danger rather than discomfort. Your amygdala is just making sure. It's pumped you full of adrenaline and energy and got you all ready for fight or flight. But there's nothing you need to fight or flee. False alarm. It's just discomfort. What's good for discomfort? Here we have lots of variations of chill out and give it time to pass. We don't need to oppose discomfort because it's a temporary bad feeling, not something that will harm us. Claire Weeks, an Australian physician who was the first person to write about panic and anxiety in truly helpful ways, offered the metaphor of floating with your anxiety. People were sometimes unclear what she meant by float. I think she meant the opposite of swim. Make no effort, simply allow the environment to support you. Learning to float is often the first task in learning to swim. Learning to swim involves lots of complicated movements that have to be well-coordinated. The strokes and paddling you do with your hands and arms, the kicking you do with your legs and feet, and the turning of your head to coordinate with your breathing. There's a lot to learn about swimming. What's there to learn about floating? A block of wood can float. It can't swim, but it can float. Why? Because floating asks you to do nothing but lie there. That's easy for a block of wood. It never does anything. That's not so easy for humans. We're used to doing things. We have to train ourselves to act like a block of wood, just hanging out doing nothing. A block of wood makes a great passenger once you get into its seat. For you, with your squirming, grabbing the armrests, thinking of escape plans, watching for signs of trouble, and worrying about the future, it's more challenging. This is why people often get tricked by panic. You have to do less rather than more, and your instinct is to do more. What gives the panic trick so much power is this. What's good for danger is the opposite of what's good for discomfort. For danger, we have fight, flight, or freeze for discomfort, we have wait and give a time to pass. If you get fooled into treating your fear as a reliable sign of danger, then you're getting tricked into responding in ways that make you feel more afraid rather than less, and you're then much more likely to flee the airport and go home. There are several reasons for this, but fundamentally it's because no amount of fight, flight, or freeze will bring the fear to an end when there is no actual danger that you can prevent. There's no threat to hit or run away from. All that resisting not only fails to produce the guarantee of safety that you hope for, but it maintains and strengthens the anxiety by getting you pumped up for a struggle that doesn't occur. How has the panic trick influenced your fear of flying? We'll explore this in the next chapter.
0: Thanks for listening to this excerpt from the audiobook, The Fear of Flying Workbook. You can purchase the complete audiobook from any major online audiobook retailer. If you'd like more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Please be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, please rate it and review it. And please share it with friends who might also enjoy it. Thanks for listening. See you next week.
1: Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A dot com.